P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen! Let it wreck! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Puppy. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy, that's a cave thing. Whoever she is, I'm going to find her and I'm going to hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish. <laughs> I'm always home. I'm on cool. This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up. Hey, Hall fans. Welcome to P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm still Brian Rodriguez. And I'm still Kyle Reinfried. We're always home, we're always uncool, we're always ready to watch great Philip Seymour Hoffman films. Cracked open the, the Modelo, I Modelo. see Because you're drinky, drinky, drinky films. Yes, because of, in honor of my other podcast, Foodie Films. But you, you, as you, you know, have a tradition of celebratory beer... When you, uh, when we mostly, well, we've just done one at your place, I think, of these, of the rewatches. Yeah. And so... We're back uh, at your place, we're ba- back in the JC. In the JC, yeah. Jersey City, New Jersey. But, uh... Not I'm, New I'm, Jersey I'm partaking City. with you, because I had a long, long day at work. I feel like we normally do these, like, more in the afternoons, like, on... Well, Sunday. we usually have taken, like, Sunday mornings to do that. Yeah. But, you know, this is nice. This is... I like this. This is just, like, a good old bro time. Yes. So, uh, you know, today's film I'm actually very excited to watch. Not that I'm not with others, but this was one when we talked about doing this show mm-hmm. that I'm like, I'm really, really excited to rewatch 25th Hour. So we'll get into it right away, guys. What, did you rent it somewhere? Yes, on Amazon. And I'm realizing right now uh, of uh, that I want to put the subtitles on like we usually do. How do you do that? I don't know. Can anyone help us out there? Can you maybe tweet at us? <laughs> and remember, we're on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and you can find us. Just if you search P.S. I Love Hoffman, we're there. We appreciate the fun feedback, that's for sure. Also, some other things. I always like to remind you that wherever you're listening to us, whether that be Google Play, whether that be Spotify, whether that be Apple Podcasts, I think it's called now, even though it's been like months. <laughs> <laughs> Or whether it's, uh, what's the one I'm missing? Stitcher. Stitcher, yeah. Hit that subscribe button if you're not already. If you listen to the show and you don't hit the subscribe button, it doesn't do anything for your side, but it does a lot for our side. It helps with that algorithm out. And it's not really about us, as we always say. It's about our main man, Philip Zimmer Hoffman, and keeping this legacy alive. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. and, you know, we love doing that here. So you want to definitely subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Yeah. Hey, write us a nice Get, review. Maybe not us. Write Hilsmer Hoffman a nice review about P.S. I Love Hoffman. That would be amazing. That I would We, we would love that and just a great uh, memory for him. But I've, I've, I've got it all set up. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to watch. I, this film, again, like I'm really excited. And we... I don't want to say we rigged the vote because that's a little unfair, but we kind of knew it was going to win. We really wanted to watch it because daylight savings in America, <laughs> yes. in the United States, in the States, this yes. part of the country is almost upon us where you actually get a 25th hour of the day. I think it's next weekend from when we're recording. It should be 
if this is this is getting released. Oh, it's yeah, also this is then. We're just recording right before the date this time. Yeah, I mean it'll be daylight savings is on the third, and this is being released the sixth. Okay, cool. Yeah. Wait, no, it's not. I think so. This is released the first of the month, Kyle. Note when your podcast comes out. First of the... Oh, I always, <laughs> I always... I'm sorry, I'm thinking back to the day of Wednesdays. Yes, I love Hoffman. So first of the month, so Friday, yeah. So, so right before. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you'll, you'll get to spend yeah. the, the, the 25th hour and more, because this is a two-hour, 14-minute yeah, With movie. that extra hour time, cuddle up with us. And... <laughs> so remember, guys, these are rewatches. If you want to hear our analysis on the 25th hour, go into the archives, wherever... This podcast is found, and you'll see an episode on it. Do we have a guest for that one? Uh, Manzi? I think it was Mike Manzi, yeah. Yes. Um, and, and we talked to a lot of people that this was one of their favorite Hoffman films, so I, I really can't wait. But guys, like you said, Kyle, you rented it on Amazon. You, you've paused it right at that the, touchstone part. Yeah, it's it's not fully in flair, like, and... You know the touchstone isn't fully crisp. Yeah, it, but it's right. It's right there. If you pause it right when you see the touchstone it, logo, no, yeah, it starts right away. There's you'll no, be yeah. within seconds of us. There's no. In fact, we have a time code on the left side that says point oh 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 three. So we're three seconds, seconds into this film. Into this so yeah. even if you just press play, <laughs> you'll be okay. Yeah. But we're gonna do a little countdown for you. When we say play, yeah. you guys press play two at home. Okay. Okay. So five. Four, three, two, one, play. Play. Thudding, whimpering, and barking. And that's because you have... Oh, I forgot. There's a dog in this film. That's awesome. So, a Spike Lee film. A Spike Lee joint. Yes, a Spike Lee joint. Okay, so you're drinking a beer. You're not having a Spike Lee joint. I would love to have a Spike Lee joint. (laughs) I don't partake, so... I'm going to stick with my beer here. Oh, is that like a Chevelle? <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> Kyle, that's Car Guy Kyle. Yeah, Car Guy Kyle. CJK. Uh, I love this opening. You know what? And a lot of Spike Lee films could be considered this, so I'm not saying this is different, but this is a great New York film. Oh my god, I was just thinking about this guy, and I forgot he was in this film. Tony Saragusa. The Goose. <laughs> I For- forgot he's in it as well. <laughs> former uh, off- I mean, former defensive lineman for the Colts and the Baltimore Ravens. Won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. Oh, poor. Oh, yeah. This is when he was still eating a lot of Italian sandwiches. Who? Oh, you should actually do foodie films with Tony Saragusa. That would be amazing. Jersey guy, and he owns a chain of restaurants in Jersey. Called yeah. Tiff's, I think. I love, right, right away, it's just such, like... I would love to. I, obviously, Spike Lee is an auteur. I'm curious, like how heavy he is, like in the editing room, like if he's there the whole time, or if he's like, or if his editor knows and like, you know, like what Spike wants, and if he comes back, like gives his like little. So a little insight on that, Kyle. Both, well, a little insight for you guys out there as well. We were going to record yesterday. But whatever, I had a long day, and I just wanted to wait till Kyle had a long day today to record today, <laughs> yeah. so I looked better than him. No, but uh, Joey Lewandowski, the Godfather, pointed out that Ed Norton was going to be on WTF and Mark Marin the yes. following day. So I was like, hmm, we could listen to that. And you had mentioned, one of your friends had mentioned that Ed Norton was on uh, Bill Simmons' podcast. Yeah. 
Really great. So he listened to both, and he mentions Hoffman in both podcasts. I think in Simmons he talks about it a little bit more, and he talks a little about... more in length, a little bit more detail. 25th yeah. hour. Yes. But both, you know, I think both they talk at least a little bit about Spike Lee. And in the Simmons podcast, he mentions that Spike Lee is like... It was insightful for me, because I'm not the biggest Spike Lee fan, though I like, like a lot of his movies. Mm-hmm. But I, I think what he was saying, like... Spike Lee gets overshadowed a lot by his personality outside the directing world. Yeah, controversy he because he's a very he's a character. Think of his being, do the right thing character. Even. Yeah, he's be, by being like lack of a better word out or people think that he's outspoken. Yeah, but just even at Knicks games, just like always being seen. You know. Yeah. You you don't freaking see he's Scorsese. The East, he's Knicks the East games. Coast Jack. When I say Jack, I mean Jack Nicholson. I think I think meant uh, Robin Williams, Jack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh. <laughs> so where are they? They're in Brooklyn right now, right? Are they? Is this, is this, I, is this Dumbo or is this the Manhattan side? I always thought, is that a train above them? I always thought that was by like Pier 17 where the FDR is over. Oh, so they're on you know, the Manhattan side looking between what the Williamsburg and the Manhattan? Yeah, yeah. That's what I always thought on this because that would make sense, but it could be easily be Brooklyn. I just think, okay. yeah. I just, so I mentioned that, Kyle. So Spike Lee is actually. Ed Norton was saying one of the most intense and focused directors where they shot this in a crazy little amount of time. It was like a month. Yeah. But Spike Lee takes almost a month before that to do, um, what do you call it? Rehearsals. Rehearsals, like just read through, act it out like a play. And, and which is fantastic. Storyboarding and everything, yes. blocking out everything. And he said, he, uh, Ed Norton said he was one of the most prepared directors he ever worked with. So I don't know if that's necessarily happening in the editing room. I'm sure it is. And if he's that focused on that part, you know he's that focused on editing. Yeah. But if it's not happening in the editing room, mm-hmm. it's just that it's being done so well once the camera goes on. Yeah. 100%. And this is really interesting right now. So... This movie had a bit of, like, a change of course because they were, you know, it was, there was plans to make it and then 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. And I think, and Ed Norton says he believes this is the first movie made in New York post 9-11. Especially, I mean, back then there were, now there's, uh, you know, a, a film scene. TV was always pretty prevalent in New York, but as far as studios go, once like, Steiner often uh, opened up, like in the Brooklyn Navy Yards. Uh, there we go, in the in the title, Woo! our main man. Uh, so there were, weren't as many movies back in the you know '90s and the early 2000s like this, and so uh, it's quite possible that this was the first movie filmed post 9/11. And right now, through this title sequence, it's just really interesting that we're getting what we now see. Uh, Every year, although I'm sure it's in a bit of a different location, right? Just due to where the t- new tower is built. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I'm not sure. But, I mean, still right around the same spot. Now, uh, Kyle, it's more something more. that you said a lot on our first run of Hoffman that, in a weird way, was almost taken as a joke sometimes. Like, the quote-unquote post-9-11 film and the pre-9-11 film. This truly is the post-9-11 film. <laughs> this is the... Because po- every, the, yeah, the poster boy for the post. Yeah, because yeah. everything, especially at that time, was affected by what happened. We were getting these like Michael Bay films, and a lot of that's returning, you know, as time fades. Where all these explosions and and cities getting destroyed, and then it was like, holy shit, these two buildings got destroyed, 
and and just to think of the devastating effects on the psyche of of yeah. our city, New York City, or I know look you at, don't look at that. Know, look at that shot. I know you're a Jersey City guy. But New York still, is still New York is my hub, is York. my is my city. Yeah, like it's like it was the first day I got my license. I was like, okay, who wants to come into New York? <laughs> like it's it's New York. It was the city we grew. I you know grew up in. We grew up in the suburbs of New York. And I think just like look, it could be corny. Some people have said like the end of, for example, another post nine eleven film, Gang, Gangs in New York by Scorsese. A lot of people say, like, that end thing is, like, corny, where it's, like, showing the entire city to that U2 song, mm-hmm. and then it ends up, like, showing the Twin Towers and then them coming down. Yeah. Like, maybe that was, maybe that wasn't, but that produced by Tobey Maguire. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, well, because Tobey Maguire was almost in it. Oh, uh, okay. And he backed out to be in Spider-Man. Another change because of the, uh, mm. there's going to be a big action set piece with the with the Twin Towers. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say the music, I, did they go, yeah, because they said produced already, so we missed... Who did the music? Oh, we'll I can, see ob- the I can ob- yes, I can obviously look it up now too and say it. But um, the music, oh, and is oh, fantastic. And here we go, screenplay. David Benham. By based on his book. Co- yeah. Pardon me. Controversial Game of Thrones. Yeah, the, one of the creators of Game of Thrones. I totally forgot about yeah. that. I saw that in the trivia before. There isn't a lot of trivia for this movie. So. This 9-11 thing, though, that is added, like, I think it actually adds to the movie, maybe unlike Gangs in New York, where, in a sense, it, like, it, it, so many people died that day who were just going to work, you know? Yes. It creates a finality, like, it makes that 25th hour, what this movie is about, so much more important. Yeah. No, it's, it's true, like, what this movie, uh, hey, Doyle, I forgot the dog's name is Doyle, it's fantastic. But, uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, yeah, what this movie is about, like, this man's last, you know, day before going to prison. Yeah, and of course it's like a flashback. It's not like a bottle movie where it's just about the day. You know, we see how it happens. But... Yes. And this is a a big place for dogs here, so I like seeing it myself. This is Carl Schultz Park on was, the east side. I was going to ask where, yeah, where, where... Near Gracie Mansion. It's right off the FDR Drive. Okay. Actually, I shouldn't say that. It's on top of the FDR drive where they are now. You oh, know when you drive down the FDR drive, there's a couple of points where you're like under things? Yeah. This is one of them. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I wasn't sure where this was. Ed Norton. Um, of course, we covered an Ed Norton film on PS I Love Often last week that came out the same year. Same year, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, yeah, I mean, like, and he s- said that on the... Uh, Simmons podcast as well that like he got to work. I mean, the only two times he worked with Philip Seymour Hoffman was like in the same year. If if you're against like pretension, maybe you won't enjoy it. But if you're not an Ed Norton fan, please listen to what finish this podcast. But listen to <laughs> the Bill Simmons podcast with him, and listen to the Mark Maron podcast with him, and you will get so much respect for this guy. This guy is truly an artist, cut from the same cloth as Philip Seymour Hoffman. It was just so cool hearing him talk about, like, so it's like the two of them, Mark Ruffalo, uh, why am I totally blinking, um, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. You mentioned a couple others. Like, yeah. They all came up in this, like, New York theater scene. Yeah, they are all kind of, like, theater nerds, and then even, like, him and Philip Seymour Hoffman were, like, starting, you know, help co-create... Uh, their own theater groups. Separate ones. Yeah, separate yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, And, uh, yeah, just... 
awesome. Yeah, it's really cool to hear him just nerd out about, and more so than more on the Mark Marin, uh, on, you know, on WTF, just like he said, like how, um, Marlon Brando was just like the game changer, you know, for so many actors, like of De Niro and yeah, Jack Nicholson generation. and Pacino's generation that, uh, you know, like, and cause when he's worked with those actors and he's, and he got to work with Brando as well, but with that generation of actors, he just thinks that they're so, off the wall and like awesome <laughs> and talented and they got that way. They saw their opportunity because of Brando while like at least him and his, those guys we just named before, he just thought like, you know, that they were kind of more or less like theater nerds hmm. and just, so we're, I forgot we get, we get our main man pretty early yeah, pretty on. early on. This is a cool school. Yeah, cool I wonder, school. I'm sure it's in Manhattan because, you know, it's Spike Lee. Everything else is being filmed. It, it, or, sorry, I should say I'm sure it's in New York somewhere. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I love when they do that. And this is fun. And I also learned that he did play basketball like in high school. Yeah, apparently. Rode the bench. Rode the bench, yeah. <laughs> We're big Ed Norton buffs now because <laughs> two <laughs> podcasts. Norton cast. Two Norton cast, yeah. I wonder if she's, like, freaked out by the dog, or if it's just, like, post-9-11 environment, like, you don't want strangers in your school. Yeah, I mean, just the, I mean, like, not that he looks menacing there, but just, like, he's definitely not dressed like a teacher, there's a dog, hmm. like, it's in between class hours. What's your favorite Ed Norton film? Keeping, the, keeping the Faith? <laughs> Red Dragon? I mean, this is definitely up there, but, um... I, this might be mine, that's why I say that. Let me, let me, let me quick. I mean, me I quick. think most people are going to say Fight Club. Yeah, I'm just or like, American History I X. don't think Fight Club's bad, but it was just like, gave like such a, like, ironically, like, empowering to like, bros. Well, you and I grew up in the generation that if you wanted to seem smart, you had a Fight Club poster in your dorm room. Sorry <laughs> who we're offending, you yeah. know. So I think we have a little bit of a negative approach, but I think if we just saw that like, nakedly now and never seen it before, we'd be like, this is an awesome film. Yeah. Definitely. Um, let me... Edward... Norton. Oh, Anna Paquin. She's That's really funny on Iron... And then with our main man. Yeah, our main man. He looks... You know who he looks like right there? He looks like uh, his character Brant in Big Lebowski yeah. with glasses. <laughs> so he looks like himself. Like that, yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like more like the kind of uptight... It's because he's wearing, like, khakis and... Who... Okay, it's a conservatory. Who would let her dress like that? I don't know. I don't know the dress code. Also, these Manhattan places, they're kind of like, express yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, she's got a piercing and... Look at it. Look at his side. Oh, it's corduroys. I'm sorry. It's not just khaki socks. It's corduroys. <laughs> so the guy kind of looks like... The kid looks like him next to yeah. <laughs> is this a Is this a high school film? Could I count this for High School Slumber Party, mm, my podcast? I if you did a segment like I do of famous high school scenes, yes, mm. but not for a whole episode. I, I so think. I would argue that I, I, I don't think I would. This is, I mean, this is Ed Norton's movie, his story. So I don't think I would, but I could only because it's not just that this scene in high school. It's that one of the plot lines is a high school teacher and a high school girl. Okay, it wouldn't be what? my first choice. 
Look at look at on IMDb when you search Ed Norton what the movie is. <laughs> Actor keeping the faith. Two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm sure also a lot of people would say American History X, mm-hmm. uh, Rounders would I'm sure oh, would be, a, be a big one. But let me let me let me quick. Oh, oh, Sausage Party. We covered that on Foodie he's Films. Sausage yeah, Party. Yeah, he does the voice of the bagel. Very Woody Allen impression for the bagel. Yeah, we know he's in a bunch of Wes Anderson. Yes. But, but I don't, I don't call, count those Ed Norton films. No, you know? so. What's the one, what's the Wes Anderson film where he has the biggest part? Um, what is he in Grand Budapest? I forgot, big, right? so that should tell you that. Yeah, and um, he's a camp counselor and. And that's a pretty big one. Yeah. I think that might be the biggest one. He's even in three, though. Is he, does he do a voice in Fantastic Mr. Maybe. Fox? No, Isle of Dogs. He does a voice in Isle of Dogs. Mm. Um. I like... So I like their friendship, too, because they have obviously gone to different paths, but just like you and I, some me who's straight-laced and you who's gone to the criminal world, but we were friends in high school and we're still friends. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, no, but in a sense, I like that like they were friends yes. growing up and they've maintained Psst, their friendship. Look at look at the disheartened teacher that he's playing. And then obviously... Again, also, vulnerability. We always say yeah. he shows the best vulnerability. And then also, I love these quick cuts. That's why I get Spike Lee very underrated. Uh, and a pack one. This is probably my favorite Spike Lee film, but I really like... Um, I mean, do the right thing. Do the right thing, which we'll cover eventually on Foodie Films. And I like um, He Got Game, which we'll definitely cover on High School Slumber Party. Yeah, so, I, okay, I peruse his um, IMDb. So as far as, like, very, like, it's Ed Norton's movie. Norton! <laughs> Norton! Yeah, the, I was doing, like, Ed Norton saying Norton. Yeah, Norton! <laughs> um, I, I, hey, Ralph. I think I'm going to go with 25th Hour. Hey, Fred! Really? Yeah. No offense to him, not a fan of The Illusionist. Yeah, I was. I like the uh, Jackman one better. I mean, I, I like Italian Job, but it really is not going to be my favorite film of his. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Death to Smoochie's fun. The score is fun because he's with De Niro and Brando, but, you know. Yeah. The score, yeah. The Hunt for Red October. Heat. <laughs> no, he was not in The Hunt for Red October. Heat, I'm kidding. This is a very uh, high school slumber party here. Very uh, high school. Again, if you guys aren't aware, that is my other podcast, High School Slumber Party. And we talk about food a lot because Foodie Films is your other podcast. Yes. Ish. I've also featured a lot on Third Time's a Charm. Mike Manzi's the host there, but I've become the I've unofficial co host. Yes, right? I've done, I think I've done the last like six or seven episodes. That's <laughs> crazy. And one of my episodes was never released. We don't talk about that one, and we can't edit it out now, so now it does <laughs> exist in the Cage Club universe. <laughs> um, Did she get that tattoo? Is that Henna? Or is that Henna? Yeah, it looks like Henna. Now, I. This movie does have flaws. She's not a very, like, fleshed out character, you know? Yeah. But I think she's just supposed to represent his temptation. 
Just even already, it's giving me anxiety. Oh my god. This movie is not a short movie. That's why it's giving you anxiety? Because it's long? No, because this is just a be- I'm saying it's already giving me anxiety, <laughs> and it's a long movie, so... This is an anxiety movie, and this is... We, we talk about this a lot, like, in terms of when you see a film for the first time, and yeah. you're like, huh. It's a slow burn about a slow burn. Yes. But you say, like, I know someone who would absolutely love this film. And that's our, like, mutual friend, Mike, who's been on my podcast. I don't think he's been on yours. No. Um, and he still hasn't seen this film. And I'm like, what? I remember when, oh, Barry Pepper. What's his name in uh, Saving Private Ryan? Mm, I'm not sure. I mean, he's good. At one point, he was like, oh, he's going to be, like, the next big action star, or the next big, like, yeah, star. Yeah. It just didn't happen. Just didn't have, what was it? Did uh, that horrible Scientology John Travolta mm. movie kind of ruin it for him for a while? What was that movie called again? Uh, something Earth, right? Battleship. No. Battlefield. Battlefield Earth. Battleship. He looks like he belongs in this world, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely. What did I see him in recent? Oh, he was in the Never Mind. I don't even want will to talk ca- about will it. Will you cover the career of Barry Pepper and Foodie Films because of his last name? <laughs> Uh, I love, you know, I love the HBO movie 61. Oh, 61, yeah. Plays a great Roger Maris to Thomas Jane's Mickey Mantle. This guy's very, like, Trump. Red Bull, early Red Bull. Yeah, early right? They probably gave him some money, but doesn't this guy have a very Trump outfit? Uh, or like, you know who he reminds me of? Robert Kraft. Yes. You, don't you, aren't you not a fan of the white collar? I hate the white collar. Such a blue collar person that you are. I am a blue collar person. I'm the working man. Guys, sorry if the sound is bleeding in. I know that happened a little bit last time. Um, and I know that throws things off, but we'd like to hear some audio. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jackson. Private Jackson is his name. In- oh, I thought he had like a cooler name. What's the guy everyone hates? <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. Op-um. And deservingly so. Oppum. A coward. I'll go on record and say, fuck Oppum. Yeah. I don't think that's a bold statement of mine. Yeah, Private Jackson. Maybe he had, like, but I mean, as far as credited on IMDb, we got Sergeant Horvath, that's Tom Sizemore, Private <laughs> Reben, Edward Burns. Ryben. Ryben, sorry. I remember him. Uh... Weird connection, like Vin Diesel's in Sam Private Ryan. And this scene really reminds me of another Vin yeah. Diesel film, The Boiler Room. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the Sam <laughs> Yeah, good impression. You ever see Boiler Room, though? Um, that was a movie at the parts, time. Actually. Very, like, bro-ish. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, you gotta watch Boiler Room. I like Boiler Room, though. Haven't seen it in a long time. Maybe they'll cover it on Too Fast Too Isn't forever. Giovanni Ribisi also in Boiler yeah. Room? And he's in Sam Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. Ryan. So I was saying, maybe they'll cover it on Too Fast Too Forever here on the case. Spielberg's a big Boiler Room fan. <laughs> because uh you know I don't know if you know Kyle but between their movies they're doing uh different movies yes like and they call it, I don't know what they call it, I forgot Pit Stops I think and that would make sense I think they're doing it like related to like oh this is a Paul Walker film this is well, a they, Diesel film I would assume they film. probably do as I mentioned before an Ed Norton film Italian job if they haven't yet yeah because that that makes sense That's, and there's a little tie into Hobbs this guy looks now. like a Winter Soldier not him. You'll see him in a uh, second. The one he's talking to. 
I know he's not because he'd be Sebastian Stan. You know, yeah. A little bit, yeah. (laughs) And Sebastian Stan really looks like Mark Hamill. Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh, wait, that, wait. Oh, they need to cut back to that guy again. I think that guy was, like, the fire guy in the X-Men 2 and X-Men 3. Mm. Pietro or something, or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Oh, so, yeah, so on that podcast, which is a great podcast, I assume that it's related to, I think, because Joey's showing me a little bit that they'll do things that are semi-related, but a little bit off. Um, I can't imagine they're just going to talk about random films. <laughs> no, but like Italian Job, again, there, Italian there's, job. there's very much percent a reference. Rosario in... Dawson. Oh, so Pretty amazing. Latina lady. I can say that. I'm... You, anyone can say that. I know. It's a compliment <laughs> and a fact. But I'm not like singling her, her, you know. Uh, ethnic group out like that. You know, I'm, I'm just a shout out for the fellow Latin, the fellow Latin X is in the world, as I am, guys. I'm not. As you drink your Modelo. Yeah. As, well, both you, of us were you, celebrating. Cerveza. Yeah. <laughs> Another reason why Mike should see this film. I think he likes Rosario Dawson. I think so too. Who doesn't like her? Idiots. Trump. People who are not <laughs> people who aren't fans of Josie and the Pussycats, idiots again, because <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. I could see Ed Norton playing like. There's like someone who works with Parker Posey. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say uh, Alan Cummings character. Is it Alan Cummings? Yeah. 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 That's, that's, oh, that's the yeah, one yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot who played him. Alan then they amazing. fall in love at the end, and they're both because they're both like oh, he has a stomach and she has like buck teeth. And they were uncool in high school or something like that. So, what neighborhood are they supposed to live in? I for some reason I thought this was Brooklyn. I guess because be. I just I mean, I'm thinking Spike Lee film, you know. Yeah, exact. But I mean, just the fact that you know he was over before, you, like you said before, and what what park was that? Uh, Carl Schultz. Yeah. Oh, so maybe he's listening there. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So that would be Upper East Side. Josie and the... Cool hand Luke poster. Oh, wow. I, I, I don't know if, I, if, you know, we mentioned it in the first episode, uh, you know, the, or the, the, you know... The original. Run. The original episode for P.S. I Love Hoffman of this. Um, that's just an interesting choice just because of... The man in jail, and like obviously not wanting to be there, and oh yeah, like yeah, that that's a good point. Of, it's almost like what could be his next journey. That's a that's really good I'm, point. Yeah, I found this part in- so interesting. I-, I love their dynamic. I think they have really good chemistry. Definitely. I mean, I would love to have that chemistry with Rosario <laughs> Dawson, but. Um, it's yeah. funny because like she looks the same almost. For yeah, for she's aged incredibly well, incredibly well. I'm trying to think of the last thing I saw her in. I know she's gonna be. In, she makes a cameo in the new Kevin Smith movie. Oh really? Because she was in Clerks too. Yeah. She doesn't have that mole in real life, right? I don't remember. I don't think so. It's very prominent. Now, the reason, ironically, that, I guess, my mother hates Ed Norton. 
Your mother hates, hates Ed Norton? Hates, I think I've mentioned this before. Hates Ed Norton. I don't know if she still does, but for a while she did. It's a Latina-related reason. My mother, being a Latina woman, um, was very upset that he dumped Salma Hayek, who he dated for like five or six years. He 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 dumped her. Yeah, that didn't just like break up. He, I mean, that's what my mom would tell me. I don't know. I, I'm not. Is that it. not a stereotype? But is that like any kind of like just like Latin fury coming from that? Come like, on. is there a blame game going on? Like, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend you didn't say that part of it. Let's see who broke up with who. Uh, I'll look it up. Don't worry. Okay. I'll, I'll find out. Ed Norton. Norton. <laughs> this reminds me of our usual Friday nights, you and I. Well, this is how we recorded every regular episode <laughs> of P.S. I Love Hoffman. <laughs> uh, no offense to either of us. I don't think we're both we're, fitting in that. Topic. No, I, I wouldn't fit alone. No alone. <laughs> Does she have the... Uh, yeah, pardon me. Is she... Wait, you've lived in the United States? Okay, Puerto Rican. So she's supposed to be Puerto Rican in the movie. Is she Puerto Rican in real life? Uh, I'm not sure. I, uh, or is she let's Dom- see. Dominican? I should know this. I highly doubt she's Cuban. Rosario Dawson is... Puerto Rican and Cuban. Oh, okay, so I was half wrong. But I know native New Yorker. Like, big New York presence, big New York actor. Yeah. Uh, Doyle. I think she grew up in Lower East Side, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, oh no. is this one the dog that... always knows. The dog always knows. Yeah, this is right. This is the. Montgomery Brogan. What a what an Irish name. Oh wow, I forgot he's in this movie. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been. I should have said that first instead of. Oh wow. So as I read this, look at this. So, uh, guys, we're not getting political on this podcast. We're not. I don't want to get political. No, we are. No, but uh, <laughs> obviously Ed Norton. I don't want to say obviously, but uh, not a fan of Trump. Uh, he he mentions that on, on both the podcasts. However, more on the Marin one. However, I'm reading an article now that says Donald Trump may have tried stealing Salma Hayek from Edward Norton. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why. Yeah. Awesome. That's a Sam really Hyatt that's a, claim that. That's a that. really cool uh Paul the cool hand look I've never seen that poster. Yeah, before. it's a really cool poster. So so Salma Hyatt claims that. That what? That that Trump hit on her while she had a boyfriend and it was during I'm the sure, time. It, it Trump I'm sure like this is not me <laughs> defending him. Just, no, please do. <laughs> that's just he I am one hundred percent positive he hit on every woman. <laughs> That was ever in front of him <laughs> that he had more than five seconds with. He hit on that. I don't think and, you're wrong. Yeah. I do not think you're wrong. Castro convertible. Uh, so is that the whole thing? Did someone, someone ratted him out, right? Cause they go right to the sofa. Isn't that, um, you know, the, the last time I did see this movie was when we, uh, yeah, recorded same, same. this, and so that is quite a long time ago because this is still in. Um, this is what we dubbed Act 
two of his career, because this is pre-Capote. Yeah. This is after Boogie Nights, but pre-Capote. Arguably the best act of his career. Arguably. Not that he had a downfall. No, I'm not saying that. No. I guarantee every drug dealer after watching this movie no longer hid things in their couch cushions like that. But why would you anyway? Because I do want my couch to be comfy. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. I don't know. Do like, um, do the it, like do the in the walls. I don't know. It's like, but right. Someone did specifically. Didn't, I think so. Did did Tony Saragusa? Is that who it could it? have been? Oh, <laughs> wow. What? And this is during the Wire time, right? <laughs> I wonder. Or is this right purpose. before the? Yeah, let me see when the Wire was. Will you say the actor's name? I'm forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know his name? No, I, would, I thought you did because you're a big wire guy. N- no, I just I um no, I, I don't I don't recall his name. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isaiah Whitlock Jr. Okay. Yeah. He plays State Senator Clayton. And it was on from... Wow, so this is... I I wonder... I don't think he was in the first season. So I wonder if he got the job from this. Mm. And And The Wire was from 2002 to 2008. Oh, wow. So... That's interesting. I, I would... I thought it was before that. No, I knew it was like, you know, like, because Sopranos what started in like 98, 99. Gotcha. I knew it was, you know, like after Sopranos started. But I, I would, yeah. So I'm very curious of, you know, I mean, and, and clearly he brought over the shit with him. Okay, the only thing, just back to the Selma Hayek, Ed Norton, <laughs> like I could find, it got like really bad at the end. And maybe my mother took this. Can line. you text her right now and ask her if she's still. <laughs> no, I'm not going to text my mom right now. But uh, I would if it was apparently my mom Ed Norton moved on. He had a girlfriend. He was walking out of a restaurant, and he said, "She's much prettier than Salma, isn't she?" Like with this like blonde, he was walking out with. Again, I don't believe. But who did he say that to? The, the press. I don't know. And so the way he talked about the press, I feel like he was just like, "Fuck you! I am gonna maybe like, sit, like... Oh, look, at, look at the goose wearing his Ravens jersey. <laughs> it might as well be. He looks like grimace. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they definitely live in like so that like a yeah. side area. So um, yeah, I'm not saying that's true or not true. I'm not saying I agree or disagree. So Ed Norton, if you're listening, I'm not contributing to this. I'm just saying this is what. No, you're part of the machine that he does not like. <laughs> this is what made my mom not like you. I like you, Ed Norton. <laughs> I wonder if um, since Ed Norton grew up in. Near Baltimore, a suburb of Baltimore, I believe he said. Yeah. If he was a fan of Tony Saragusa, a, a former cult. Or were they... Were they no, 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 but he was a raven. So he, Oh, no, yeah. He wasn't a Baltimore cult. He was an Indianapolis cult. And then... Yeah, okay. Baltimore raven. I mean, he, he could still oh, follow the ravens. Yes. Yeah. But he's, Ed Norton might have grown up outside Baltimore, but he has lived in New York way longer than he did, like, in Maryland. Yeah. He's distinctly, like, a New York actor. Yeah. There are New York actors and there are LA actors. 
Ed Norton is a New York actor. I could see you wearing that shirt with the with the paisley in it. Um, no <laughs> offense, Tony Saragusa, but those shirts look better on skinnier men. I'm nowhere near Tony Saragusa size. No, you're... But I'm st- I still don't think You're I'm... half a goosa, a third a goosa. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say even half is like an insult. Like, this guy is like... No, I'm sure... I mean, right there, what do you think? Let's like, see, Tony Saragusa. I would. I bet you there he weighs like a little over... I don't know, what would you think? Like three... Maybe maybe 300 there? So that's saying if you're half, that's 150. Tony Saragusa weighed approximately at this time, a year before... 340 pounds. So that so, would make you 160 pounds. Half? Right? Oh, 300, did you say 320 or 340? 340. So that would make you 170. If you're so, yeah, okay, so I'm half a Saragusa. <laughs> you're, right, you're right, you're right. It just didn't feel like it. He looks. Uh, the, the Irish firefighters. But this is... T- oh, this, oh, man, just the fact that they... I wonder if like this was even part of it before 9-11. Like, was the dad a... Ooh, look at this. Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Succession. (laughs) But that's that's not even the connection I'm going to give you right now. Brian Cox, of course. First actor to play who? Oh, um, Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. Red Dragon connection. Yeah, and Ed Norton in the same year... Was in. Oh, I'm getting hungry. Was yeah. Uh, was in Red Dragon, which is a remake of his. Oh yeah. Um, Manhunter. 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 Yeah, Manhunter. 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 The show on Netflix. Yeah. Um. You know, Kyle. I know you're not into the. I know you're the uh, the higher class now, and I know you're not into like the chain restaurants or like the pub food. But, I don't. I love the. I love the pub food. But okay, Never maybe you love a pub big... food. But even Anthony Bourdain said that like sometimes you just got to go to a chain restaurant and just do your thing. Like what? What she was like... particularly talking about Waffle House that day. Yeah, well and that's House yeah. Sucks. And... Okay, it does. But it's no. But even he was. I mean, there was that episode in um, um, South Carolina, and he's with Sean. Oh God, what's his name? I'm forgetting the chef's name. Of t- of husk, yeah. I mean, I, I and he I brought him there. He's like, really? We're gonna go to like you know Waffle House? Fair, fair. But I mean, I enjoy Waffle House. Yeah, I, it depends on what Waffle House you go into. Yes, like they're very. <laughs> no offense to Waffle House. I'm more of a Denny's guy. Hmm. I like Denny's. I like a, a Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel, yeah. On the way here, uh, I took a slightly different way. Okay. And, oh, this is a cool little flashback here. <laughs> this is a very spikely looking right here. Yes. And just the fact of, like, the voiceover. Yeah. And the. Yeah, this, well, this, yeah, this all right here is so sp- spikely. Yeah. This is all, we're all, and then we're almost getting into, uh, it's like Sp- Spike Lee meets American History X. <laughs> yeah. So should we be, like, rooting for this guy? He seems very prejudiced. Prejudice. I mean, I think we're just, I mean, what, I think what Spike Lee is trying to do right now is just totally get us in 
the mindset of our main character and just like at the same time like introducing us to the diversity that is New York yeah and then the prejudice that did already existed but then was exemplified um post 9/11 oh absolutely but yeah this is clearly i mean yeah he's just talking everybody right now <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was saying on the way here, I passed um, a cheeseburger in Paradise. Which way did it's you take? Caucus. Oh, okay. I took the other spur of the... Uh... It was that, oh, what's his name from Sopranos? It looked like it. Michael Imperatore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh 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 This is why... Maybe this is why this I don't is... like him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we could say that about them. <laughs> Nylon. Oh, this is interesting. When they cut back to that mirror shot, it looks like he's talking in the mirror, but not ref- like his reflection is doing the talking, not him. Huh. His head was moving more in the reflection. Though. Yeah, so he's pretty much ripping on everybody. Whites, so blacks, every <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's not even uptown. This court, it looks like the one in the village. It does look like, uh, like yeah, right by the, yeah, it totally is. I mean, that, I don't know, they must, there must be some reason that, like, it's really, like, easy to film down there or something, because that's, like, right by, um, uh, Little Nicky, was that that McDonald's right there? Or not yeah. Little, Big Daddy, Big Daddy. Big Daddy, but yeah, they film a lot there. Yeah. I think that was Morningside Heights, that, that one. Is this St. Patrick? Mm-hmm. What a rant. Yeah. I don't even remember this rant going this long. Yeah, see? He's in the roof. Yeah. yeah. But this is just like him venting. You know? Yeah, well, because he's angry. I mean, he's pro- and you know who he's angry at the most? Himself, I'm sure. And so he's just taking on everybody right now. Because, I mean, does he actually say that at the same... I think he might say that at the end of this, too. Because... Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, and then see, he goes after his. Xavier Slattery. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, she ratted him out, or he thinks at that point? I think he thinks. A team that is no longer playing as we as we speak. No, they lost to Astros, and it feels like the Nationals are about to lose them too. Hopefully not. I'm rooting for the Nationals. I know you're not because you're a Mets fan. Um, I definitely don't want the Nationals to win, and you understand that as a division rival. Yes. And our friend Dow is a big Astros fan, so I generally will root for them just because yeah. it makes them happy. Astros. I wasn't too happy with their recent controversy though, and how they handled it. Uh, however, you know, I'd rather my team be in the World Series and winning, so it's not easy yeah. either way. Yeah, I just, I kind of hate the Astros now because they have the Yankees number. 
I just don't like Altuve. Why? I just don't, I don't he's like know, a really nice guy. I know, there's something I don't like about him. What, because he's short? <laughs> no, what is it? I don't know, there's something about his face, I don't like him. But he's like a gamer. No, he's even like, he's like, I get it, like he's even like, he doesn't like boast when he's running the bases, like once he completes the bases, like it's not like any, I don't know, there's something about him I like, I don't know. That's definitely not a warranted one. No, I, I, I know. That that just, I clearly, yeah, cl- clearly it's not because I can't even tell you what it is. <laughs> it's just one of those things when it's just like, it wasn't like, isn't it like Rob Riggle, when it, like in Step Brothers? He's like, oh, something about your face. I just want, I like it. Are you just extending this character's hatred against Latin people? Is Altuve Latin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jose Altuve, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Oh, I forgot you don't see color. Kyle. I don't. Yeah. He's American. <laughs> There's America and everyone else. <laughs> You're at a pub, with traditional pub fare. What do you order? Now, I don't consider like a bar pie traditional pub fare. Um... And I say pub, I don't just say bar. I mean, most likely, like, probably like a burger or something like that. A burger, yeah, even though it's not like pub food, they're always, they always have burgers, yeah. For me, you know what I like? Like an Irish pub? Okay. I'm a bangers and mash kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I can just I eat the bangers Yeah, I really can't say that I am. Not that I don't like meat and potatoes, but... Well, what they're eating now is just, uh, just like a steak, like, that's very common. Steak and potato, yeah. Yeah, and an Irish pub, too. Yeah. Which is, I mean, yeah, if a place like is known to maybe have a good steak or like an affordable good steak, I would do that. I like my bangers. I like my mash. I don't know what to mm-hmm. tell you. I'm, I'm big into the mash. Your mofongo? I mean, not really the same thing, but yes, I do like <laughs> good, a good mofongo. You like Cox? I love Cox. I, I love him in a, a adaptation. Mm, yeah. And, uh, Zodiac. Oh, uh, that's a cool picture. Would you take that picture and hang it up in here? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really weird, but, may- <laughs> but maybe. But no, I, if I owned a bar, I'd put that in it. Fair. Oh, here's our main man. So dorky looking. So dorky wearing the Yankees cap and then like the, almost like a members only jacket. Yeah, like a members only looking jacket. He's just such a dad right there. Yeah. He's, but he's not a dad. But he looks like a teacher. He does. Yes. Especially like a prep school teacher. So you kind of see like women covered magazines, like in skimpy outfits. Definitely Barry Pepper lives more of a life closer to Ed Norton's here. Yeah. And this is, this is crazy right here that they were able to go and the music in this movie is just so intense. So he lives? Yeah. So he, whose apartment is this? Barry Pepper's. Oh, Barry Pepper. Okay, okay. Well, obviously he's visiting him, but like, I didn't know if the... They live so far from each other, that's why. He's a Wall Street bro. Oh, true. Good point. I still think that makes a lot of sense. Fuck the times. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because this is right after 9-11, right? And they're yeah. talking about the air quality down there, which we would learn is much worse than... That they're leading on here, and that almost alludes to it. Yeah, 
It's always just the line plays better now than it does back then. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, because that would just be a throwaway back then. Like, oh yeah, EPA said it's okay. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Yeah, just I mean, I don't I don't know how it was like o- overlooked for so long, and then obviously and we're not going to be so we're not going to get <laughs> not going to get political. <laughs> but kudos to. Many people, including obviously, if you want to put a uh, celebrity face to it, John Stewart for being there for first responders and people yeah. affected, and uh, obviously getting sick due to uh, the conditions of the towers falling. So they all. I mean, it's I. I it's almost like I'm. Watching this movie for the first time again because I, 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 mm, they all grew up together. Is that what you're asking? Well, yeah. So that I mean, they went to high school together, and like I'm trying to think, like I don't know about high school, but they're like childhood friends. Okay, so I'm just I'm curious then what neighborhood they grew up in. I don't know. I'm assuming wherever Brian Cox has the bar. Yeah, that's safe to assume. Again, this whole scene, it's like a borderline distracting with seeing like the rubble down there. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's obviously intentional. But. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's intentional and, and just like many levels of just like, just having that as the backdrop. And then I think on a, like a metaphor and symbolic level of just like the destruction that's happened in their friendship and what's to kind of come. I mean. If you can get that shot in your movie, you, you don't you don't miss the opportunity. Natural, that's your name, right? The the reserve yeah dust. yeah. He's just so like, for the most part, at least with his friends, like well intentioned. Do you like the bearded Hoff or the clean shaven Hoff? Bearded so much more. Facial I, I, facial hair. I do Because I love him with a stash. Oh, true. Mustache Hoff. That's a yeah. Hoff. So facial hair. Like him with the stash in uh, Almost Famous. Well, we had that category when we did our award show, which you listened to in the archives. Like, yeah. Wasn't it Best Hoffman Mustache? I think yeah. so. Because we had uh, Owning uh, Owning Owning Mahoney. Mahoney. Um, uh, G- uh, Gus from Charlie Wilson's War. Charlie Wilson's War. Almost Famous. There's like two more. Yeah. But I like Bearded. One of my favorite looks of his is in uh, Pirate Radio. Yeah. I love because he's just got such great like Sandy hair. Sandy Lyle hair. Sandy Lyle. One day, one day, Kyle, the Hoff fans will vote <laughs> for your favorite film. No, I'm, just of gonna, all time. I'm just gonna, if we're gonna get political, I'm gonna rig it. <laughs> hmm. Again, this has this been one shot? Yes. Wow. And I don't know about Barry Pepper's uh, background in terms of acting, but. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know Hoffman's a big theater guy. So yes, so this is right, up, right easy, up his. But, no, but it's right up his alley yeah. and what he was like trained on. Mm-hmm. Like that's probably why they do rehearsals for shots like this. You know. Yes, he definitely, definitely a, 
a very clear choice. And, and you know they're probably cheating it, too, to and, fit into yeah. this window pane. Oh, and then it goes into focus. And just, oh, my God. And I remember that. That yeah. was, like, nuts. Because it took a while. Yep. As you know, I, mean, I know your father's into construction, so, like, you probably know this better than I do, but, like, cleanup aside, foundations take... Like, a crazy amount of time. Well, that and, mind you, they also had the path underneath there, so they needed to work yeah, to get that going. That as well. yeah, like, that. what's happening under a big project like that takes so much, like, percentage-wise more than the and, rest of the stuff. And on top of that, they wanted to do right by people and try to quite possibly find... Yeah, remains. Remains and just bring closure to some people, so... Look at this shot. So unorthodox. And they know what they're doing, the cops, like letting him see that they've brought her in. Yeah. That, and I just love the contrast. Like, they're all wearing dark clothes, and the white walls are just a little overexposed. Like, you see, you can't see the definition in the corners. So that's a clear choice of just making this contrast, this, you know, light in the room and them all wearing their dark colors. And he's actually the only one that's not wearing a little bit of, I mean, besides obviously white skin, uh, they're wearing white shirts. I don't know if I'm reading into this too much. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. But, I don't know, someone like, what, what movie did we, where we said, oh, when we were really, I was really, I mean, both of us, but I was really dissecting Moneyball when we watched it. Mm. And I think, not I think, I know because of, especially the two podcasts we listened to recently of just how specific uh Spike Lee is that I, I imagine everything is a decision. And maybe it is, maybe it's not. And we'll never know, but it's interesting to interpret. Until I have Spike Lee on foodie films for okay. Do the Right Thing. I, I know you could. I know I could, too. So I'm not saying that. I'm not criticizing people who do Surf this time. either. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah. But both of us don't have jobs where we do this. And to be fair, a lot less jobs these days require it. But wouldn't it be weird to wear a suit and tie every day? Y- yes. Like it's. I would just think it would get very just like frustrating and just feel, I mean... Especially also if you're making a very, I mean, cops at least, like, don't have, like, you know, they they don't have to go the same, they go in different places. Like, a point being, I would say, if you had to wear a suit and you're doing a typical nine to five and just in the callow run of that commute, I, I would just feel so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But hey, I mean, a lot of people do it. It's just, it's less common. I like, so. well, this is the other thing. I like wearing suits, but that's because... I rarely wear suits. Yeah. So if I wore suits all the time, that would make them less special for me. Fair, fair. Yeah, let me... I want to hear this part. Okay, so Kilo... An A1... Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, what's he gonna do? 
I forgot what he decides to do. He doesn't snitch. He doesn't. <laughs> what? Like, okay, I know it's, like, a brave choice maybe not to rat someone out, but also it's, like... Antagonizing like that? Yeah. But also, he's probably, like, this guy seems connected, that if he did rat him out, he'd probably die in prison. Yeah, like, if I was a cop, I would also be, like, I would make him aware that they would do everything in their power of, like... Like, I would include, like, I know that you're probably connected to some, like, fucked up, you know, like... (laughs) Dude, that would do you harm. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that room is like matrixy. Yeah, very matrixy. Wow. Foodie scene. It is a foodie scene. Yeah. I think I have some friends. I wonder, maybe. wonder what diner this is. Probably not even open anymore. Diners are certainly dying in uh, the city, you know. Yeah. It's not very common. He reminds me, Barry Pepper, of like the brother from the movie we both, both like. <laughs> the, the breakup. Yes, the breakup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a connection to uh, uh, Too Fast to Forever because he's the bad guy in oh, yeah, Too Fast, yeah. Too Furious. He is. Cole. Cole Hauser. Hauser. They have a similar vibe. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Similar, like, delivery. Yeah. Oh, this is his famous rating system. I don't uh, know if this would play today in the Me Too era. No. But for the time... But probably. no one likes Wall Street guys now, either, so it's it's fair. Uh, yeah, no, well, Barry Pepper's character is not going to be very popular <laughs> yeah. today. Wall Street bro, essentially. Oh man, that's so nice. (laughs) (laughs) He's a cocky guy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and that's how you become a guy like him. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> that's why I'm not like him. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's not a di- Wait, it's a Chinese restaurant. Oh, is it? It yeah. just looks very diner It looks very diner, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. I thought they were eating eggs. I don't know what kind of beer he's drinking, but it's Chinese beer. 
Yeah, um, I was trying to figure that out too. Yeah. So I guess they did grow up on the Upper East Side. Yeah. Well, yeah, mm -mm. again, if it's like, but if it, if they went to some kind of prep school oh, somewhere true, else, true. but uh, you know, it's 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 hard. Yeah. Because at the time, Manhattan was so different. Yeah. There wasn't many great places in the city. Those I was just trying to remember if like Monty was there on like a basketball scholarship or something. Monty, I could see you naming your son Monty. Montgomery Reinfried. Montana Reinfried. <laughs> Inappropriate. Yeah, I don't know. If this Inappropriate. Because she's in high school, obviously, right? Yeah. And you say this is not a high school slumber party fail. <laughs> you, you, you're welcome to it. <laughs> you're welcome to the. I wonder where this park is. It looks very familiar. Usually you can see 25th hour filming locations. Looking it up. Yeah, it should say I'm on IMTV. Usually say right at the bottom. So he's doing some shady business here. Right, yeah, right by a park. Wonderful. Okay. I guess I guess that's the theory of like right out in the open, no one necessarily by yeah. like a, a nice wholesome park. I guess so. in the daylight. I will say this because you asked me for Philip Seymour Hoffman. Ed Norton prefer him with facial hair. I think he looks better. You like the goatee? I like the goatee. He doesn't have a strong chin. No offense, Ed Norton. Ah, oh, so they shot a lot of this film in Texas. No. That's what it says. Austin, El Paso, Elgin, Texas. I think Wait. that's like towards the end when he like escapes everything. All oh. this is not, yeah. yeah like you're just yeah, seeing you're right. like. Yeah. No, because I'm like, how is that possible? Yeah, when he has the fantasy. <laughs> this yeah. is so New York. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say much. Like it just says, like Greenwich Village. This might be Central Park because it says Central Park was used. I mean, I know obviously cars cut through Central Park, so if it is, it's where you can't really see it though. But it could be in the end. I don't know. <laughs> He's a big uh, basketball fan. Yeah, they have a again. They have good chemistry even here, as creepy as this is, because he is hitting on a high school girl, and I'm assuming he's not in high school. But he knew the friend's brother, so that makes it okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree with that, but okay. That's I know you I'm, do. I'm being because yeah, because I'm being very serious. <laughs> okay. So reading some articles now as we speak, um, Hoffman actually talked about this film at like an event that I'm reading, yeah. and he said that the entire film is a love letter to New York City, and 
I agree with that. Yeah, because again, I mean, so since it's based off of a book, like, did the book take, do we know if the book took place in New I'm York? I'm assuming. I'm yeah. assuming. We'll have to ask Benioff. Yes. When you have Mon Foodie films. Very true. So little notes on the, look. So this was at Lincoln Center. They did a screening way back when with all the actors, and they talked about it. Uh, and interesting notes. It's funny how he even looked. That was like that was that. That's not like. A, I don't think it was. I think it was later. I think it was like a ten year interview. Okay, I was gonna say he looks. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, interesting enough, that scene where Ed Norton just saying like "fuck you" to everyone. Um, he liked that scene. They said it was controversial, but he liked it because. At the end of the movie, he realizes those are, that's everything he likes about New York. Yeah. And it was part of the arc. He said he wouldn't have, I don't think he would have done the scene if it was just like him. Yeah. Ranting. Yeah, he probably didn't want to start being known as like the white supremacist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love how Hoffman slouches. Yes, slouches. Yeah. Specifically here, but not just here. It's in that, well, yeah, in the when famous he's in the club VIP scene, at the yeah. Because I definitely feel like that when I've been in, like... <laughs> yeah, just clubs, like you know. a schlub in a club. Yeah. <laughs> no, just because, like, you, you, this is not his environment. Yes. You know? This is not, Barry Pepper's yes, environment. Yes, exactly. This is not his environment. Who, yeah, what What? A, what a time. What? Uh, uh, like the, the bartender? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what a time of just... Because it doesn't. Because even just the look of that place doesn't warrant that attire. No, n- now that wouldn't be the case. Yeah, like that That's looks a like a cool looking place. Yeah, it is. Then. I like the tile. But yeah, no way would you see that. Hmm. I missed who she... Is he talking about the... Yeah, I think so. And Anna Paquin... I mean, correct. Nominated or won an Oscar? She won. Or at least she was nominated, let's see. Yeah. And it was before this. Yeah, it was like her first role. Yeah. Or one of her first roles. Yeah. Anna Paquin... Uh. <laughs> Barry Pepper's bluntness. You haven't fucked Yeah, she got an Academy yet. Award at 11 years old for the piano. Really? Never seen it. I've never seen it either. We, uh, we talk about her a lot, though, because she's been in a bunch of, um, she's been in a bunch of, uh, high, high school, school films. Yeah. Okay. I know you're a big flyaway home guy. Yeah. With Jeff Daniels. Well, she's all that, I guess. She's in, oh, she was in Almost Famous. Yeah. I forgot about that. And she's in one of your favorites, Finding Forrester. <laughs> have you seen Finding Forrester? I have. Sean Connery. And, uh, what's his name from, uh, uh, who's, who's the lead? Who, who's the, the lead? lead? Yeah. Is what's his name? Rob Brown. He's. Coach Carter. Ernie Davis movie. Oh, oh, he's in. He's in. He's in a show you like on HBO. Uh, 
uh, New Orleans one. He's in that. Yeah, that's what. Okay, because uh, yeah, Treme. Yeah, he plays. Yeah. He's the Trump. But for a second, I was thinking that he. It wow, was um, fashion changed, by the way. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't remember. I was confusing because I also recently I looked up and, um, oh God, why am I why am I blanking on who I was thinking of? Mm, totally forgetting right now. But yeah, that's that's who I. That's who it was, because I, I watched Treme for the third time. Gotcha. So yeah, Anna Paquin has legitimately been in at least four... Or she's in The Irishman. Barry Peppers is so inappropriate. Just yes, talking. he is. Yes, he is. So, 25th Hour, but you don't want to count that. Finding Forrester, Almost Famous, She's All That, or at least her high school films. Mm. Squid on the Whale. She's in that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot. With Jeff, Jeff Daniels again. A flyaway Home Reunion. Oh, I'm like, what other movies? <laughs> <laughs> Although you got, you got to say, you got to give that to his character, Barry Pepper, saying, like, we got to keep this upbeat. Mm-hmm. He has a little bit of good intentions towards Mo- Monty's night, but clearly just the way he's looking at her as she walks away is very inappropriate. I just always think Ed Norton is scheming something. <laughs> In real life or in this movie? Just like the way, like just in most, no, in like in movies, but just like he has, he's played enough characters that I just always think he is. Because <laughs> he has a little bit of like a, a like a wincing look to him every once in yeah. a while. Yeah. That's a very uh, haircut of the time as well, the bartender has. Yeah. Fuck Sunday. Yeah, and I believe we said this briefly in um, the the mini episode prior to this. Like, the, if this wasn't, it's definitely like an early time that I learned of the whole like. You know, I just always thought like when you had a, when you you know you were in court and you're found guilty, like they took you to jail right away. And that's like obviously not knowing that is the. Then this, the, the, the premise mm-hmm. of this film is how that's not, you know, the case. Yeah. This is definitely Brooklyn. Yes, the, well, you just, I think you were looking at your phone at the moment, but it's the shot where you get to see the Manhattan Bridge right at the end of the street. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, no I saw it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah it's definitely Brooklyn. Dumbo. Yeah. Very different neighborhood than it was at this point, even. No, but it's it's getting hip here. It is, well... I mean, well, yeah, at least yeah. in the in the movie, they're making it seem as if there was a a hip club where they're going into. I uh, yes, and I wasn't looking at my phone just like to lollygag. I'm enjoying this film. I was looking up some more interesting interviews about this film by Hoffman. Is this Patrice? Oh, oh Patrice! Is in. Rest in peace, Patrice. Forgot he was the bouncer here. We must have noticed when we first covered. Yes, it. yeah. I doubt we didn't. I just that. didn't. Yeah. Prior pre office. Yeah, the sea Patrice. monster. The what? He's called the Sea Monster by Kelly. <laughs> and he's like, you want to swim with the Sea Monster? 
<laughs> Look at the blue light, how he uses that. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> what a cool color. I love the color blue. Wow, don't lose your temper until it's time to lose your temper. Advice from Patrice for the inside. That's so weird. Hey, Alinsky. I mean, then she says Mr. Alinsky, but... Uh, <laughs> sorry, just... I mean, arguably, we're getting to the biggest part of the movie for him, right? Yes, yes. Well, I'd argue there's a different biggest part, but... I think most people would say this is the biggest part for him. I mean, we get that really cool shot during this se- yes. whole sequence, scene, whatever you want to say. Location. Are you a fan of Dusk? (laughs) He's the absolute truth. (laughs) And this is a fun fact. You'll like this fact, Kyle. Uh huh. I think we mentioned it previously on this run, actually, but just want to remind our audience members that Hoffman directed Anna Paquin in her first play ever, a year before this, called The Glory of Living. Oh. So they did have some, uh, you know. No, I wonder if he recommended that. her. Possibly. I love when that happens. I love when that comes mm-hmm. together, you know? So it's just like, it's great because like for... So how old was she at this time? I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up um, really quickly because I don't want to leave this page yet. She said it was interesting on set because she had just come off of him being her director yeah. That whenever she finished a scene, instead of looking at Spike Lee, she would look at him like, did that go okay? And often was like, I'm not the director. I'm not the director. <laughs> Which is really funny. Uh, let's see. What year is this? 2002? Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I kind of remember you saying that to me, because now I'm I'm remembering, I feel like I, I, I said what I'm, what I'm about to say when questioning the age. Nonetheless, she she's is... funny, by the way. Okay. Nonetheless, she's young, so, and for the uncomfortability and inappropriate, you know, relationship that these characters have, it must have been nice to have been with a person that she knew and trusted. Yes. Yes. God, the way he looks at every woman, Barry Pepper. Yeah. Like he's at a buffet. Life is a buffet, Brian. A Red Lobster buffet. (laughs) Red Lobster's Buffet? Oh. No. Oh. Oh my god. (laughs) Just look at him. Yeah. (laughs) I'll tell you what, and I wanted to ask you this question. If this is your last day before being incarcerated... This is not where I'm spending it. I was going to say, are you spending it at the club? No, I'm spending it... What are you doing, then? Um, I mean, I would like to have, a, like, a dinner with my friends, but then... Not I guess to... it depends what you did. Like, if you did something really heinous, they might not want to be... Like, if you murdered Okay, someone. but if if I just had the same scenario that, like, friends are willing to hang out with me or whatever... Yeah. Like, yeah, dinner with my friends, but also, if I'm... Like, not to get gratuitous, but... Uh, wait, gratuitous... I don't know, it depends what you're gonna say. But, like, with a... 
I mean, come on, with Rosaria Dawson, I just want to stay in all night long until uh, the sun no, rises. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yes and no. I don't know. I probably wouldn't stay out late. I'd probably be so nervous that I couldn't really even have fun. You know? That you wouldn't be able to perform. No, perform. I don't know. But they're, like, encouraging this. She's 17. I guess Asia could sign in New York. Is seventeen? I think we looked it up once. Um, I don't. Yeah, it's it's murky it's water. Still, yeah, inappropriate student. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's worse. Yeah, or arguably the student teacher thing. Yeah. I really, <laughs> really, <laughs> really, honestly hate people who wear. Okay, I don't hate people. I want to clarify. I think it is a little bit annoying when someone wears a baseball cap and like a, a tie, like a like a shirt and tie. Like, yeah. Like, even if you go to the ball game after work, take the tie off. Well, that's off. annoying. Because, take like, the tie I mean, off. Yeah. Yeah, take the tie off. And I'm not saying, like, if, <laughs> Let you, loose. if you're going outside, like, and it's raining and you yeah. put a hat on. I'm not criticizing that way. But he's in the club at this point. Yeah, also just take your hat. No, take your hat off. Y- yeah. It's and also like in that club, if, like. It's not if, a fedora. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Look how he's holding the glass. He's so good. Well, technically, he should be holding it by the stem. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's just conveying something right now that he does not belong here. But I would think as a, as a rich boy from the Upper East Side, he would know how to hold a glass properly. Maybe, maybe not, but honestly, people don't always hold glasses properly. To, like to Doyle. He's, this is when he just told him, he's yeah. your dog, yeah. He's so happy about it. And he should be. But he's happy, you could tell, even though he's, like, skeptical. I wonder if you can take a dog to like when you to go prison. Visit, when no, not not. I really to prison, it. but to visit someone. I really do. Wow, the woman's fashion again. I'm going to say it has changed. <laughs> and, the, and the and the men's the men's yeah less so, but definitely has because you still see bros who dress like Barry Pepper. Yeah, well, they're just also lock, lost in a pastime, eth- <laughs> ethically, morally, <laughs> spiritually. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even brag about that. I'd be like someone. I don't know. Uh, Just. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the goose in the same shirt. I guess it's the same day, right? But still, you go to the club. Come on. Also, you're a bigger guy. There's no offense. But you're an athlete. You're probably sweating. Change your shirt. <laughs> I would change my shirt before going to the club. But he's a sloppy Ukrainian, supposedly. <laughs> God, he's Ukrainian. The goose. I wonder if it would be hard to get as a guest on Foodie Films. I don't know. I have to see if Pat LaFrieda knows him. Maybe. 
let's see, Tony, Sarah, Goose. You can message him on uh, Instagram. Oh, cool. I'll, I'll hit him up. He makes wine, and he's a chef. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. What I was, I was. He makes wine, and he's a chef. Wow, he's perfect. <laughs> Gonna add him on Instagram right now. So his restaurant is in Pequannock, New Jersey. Pequannock, yeah. Pequannock is that? I'm not familiar with it. I've heard. Of it. I don't know if I've ever been to it. I mean, I know he used to own it. I wonder if he's supposed to Saragusa. S I R. There we go. I got, like, it. I got it. It's yeah. 30 minutes. Goose 98 98. I'm it's assuming like his football number was 98. The restaurant. Not many followers. Really? 6,241. But, ha- but he has the blue check. Yeah. Maybe he's recent too. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a he has a bunch of restaurants. There's that one, um, but there's also one in Union and Morris Plains. Oh, cool! Very cool. Coista. Oh, is this also why he kind of goes to the club? Because he needs to, like, confirm to the Ukrainians, like, I ins- yes. I rat you out. Good point. I remember this scene. It was so, like, whoa. I think we said this in it, but this, what's the, what's the song that's playing right now? I can't really hear. But it's used in the chef soundtrack. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. When he's, like, cooking up a storm. Yeah. So sweaty. Oh, my God, Rosario, it's awesome. It's just... A nice lady. She's a lot of personality. She looks good in silver. Why would you? What? He also hosts a show called Man Caves. This is your guy right here. Yeah. He wasn't a giant. No. He accepted to beat the Giants in the Super Bowl. Now that I think about it. He was on that team. team (laughs) So he played with a a murderer? (laughs) Uh, To some. To some. (laughs) I would be one of those, but I don't really want to get into it. That's really funny, though. This is a picture giving the finger when he played. He's a big guy. <laughs> he is a big guy. <laughs> last, last, I'll talk about Tony Sergius. We'll look at this photo. The Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. That's a that's a great photo. 
Great t-shirt. Uh, sorry, this is like such a sad moment. We needed to cheer ourselves up with pictures yeah. of Tony Saragusa. This gets really heavy. In a, in, in a weird in a weird way, this is a companion piece to uh, um. God, I just said it before. American uh, American history X. Yeah, just in the in the in the jail sense. Yeah, in the prison sense, like this. But we is, don't see that in this film. It definitely. No, it's almost like, but we see the horrors of in prison. I mean, also, I mean, in you know, he went in in American history. Actually, goes to prison as a white supremacist. So that's yeah, very one one but... thing, very different. Uh, but this is just like the horrors of prison before prison. Just the the okay, night. Look, it says two Irish kids from Brooklyn. Yeah. So hmm, I wonder. So I'm when... curious. So like, maybe he wasn't than... talking about him. Maybe he was talking about other people in the Upper East Side before. I don't know. It seems longer than I remember. Yeah, but it's, it's, a, the, it's, it's a, a good... It's a good, Different shots, though. It's not like the lingering one from before. No. But not too many, though. It's not, like, quick. It's a... But that's, you know... In, in this story, it's just, like, they clearly are making sure that Monty gets a moment with, like, each character. You yeah. Know? Like he Which is important. To... I think if you were in this situation, maybe you will be one day. Who knows? <laughs> That you would Such an ass. you know, take different times with each friend. Well, not you now. Cause no, because you, I'd be the one to put you in prison. That's true. You'd be my Tony Saragusa. <laughs> You'd be my Ukrainian. Is the song still going on? Yeah. Sigley loves this. It's like Underworld in there. Or like, I think of the second Matrix. Like they, uh, they have like, like everyone just like dancing to techno or club. What a Spike Lee shot here, too. <laughs> Is she just really drunk or did she take something? I don't remember. I was going to ask you. What an outfit. Or what? What even? We can't really see at this point. The, ju- the jewelry. Oh. <laughs> I should admit, like the necklace and the the rings, the bracelets. It's like almost like very like Indian kind of looking. Certainly inspired by Eastern fashions. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> the sleep at the would booth. Be me. What a you wouldn't even have gone to the club, and that would be me. Like, yeah. <laughs> trade it for a Mets hat. And I think we touched on this, or we didn't get to touch on it, but how she left all her friends outside. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you well, got, I got in. Jake the Snake, oh, that's not right. You're... Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, no. No. <laughs> that's your student. 
<laughs> I give a shit. <laughs> He's got a point. Of course he does, yeah. A very valid one. Very valid. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I didn't need to know that. <laughs> it's cool as shit. Such a young person, like, thing to, like, just feel that way about, like, an older, kind of slightly yeah. older person right away. Like, yeah. just put him on a pedestal. I mean, also, she's on ecstasy, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Very good comedic timing by Anna Paquin here. Hehehehe. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like grasping though, you know. Like yeah. he does want to be loved and he's like, wait, not by this person. Yeah, exactly, but he'll at least take the attention in some kind of way. It's not obviously the the physical attention, but <laughs> Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Naval gaze (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Look Look at how his head is like over oh, to the one so side. Like, Such a good actor. He's he was so uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, but he's trying not to be. Like, he's trying to still be her teacher. Yeah. I don't remember much else. I mean, many other set pieces in this film. I know we have, you know, his little, like, whatever happens at the end. I don't want to get into it yet, but... Where else do they go in this movie? There's a... Re- like, is the majority of the rest of this in this club? No, I think we still have a while in this movie to go. No, I know that, but I'm saying, like, is... No? Because there's that scene in the back and stuff. You know, I'm honestly not remembering much from this film, which I'm enjoying the rewatch for that reason. It's just been quite some time. I'm curious when this episode came out. He made the right moral choice as of yet. But then he's like, you know, he's not out of the woods, moralistically. No, because he's doing that. Yep. He's like, ugh, it doesn't pay to be good. I'm not saying I agree with him. Oh, don't do it. I love how it went from blue the to blue red. on the I was just going to say blue on the outside. Now inside it's all warm and fuzzy. And evil. Evil. Uh, you forgot chronic bad breath. Uh, 
is kind of pinning around. Oh, I don't like this. This feels really uncomfortable. It watch. looks so uncomfortable. It I'm happy uncomfortable. at least I asked how old she was in real life. Yeah. But that's still not great. That's not good. Oh my god. The feeling you would feel after making a mistake like that. So you're going to give me an A now, right? Mm-mm. 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 Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Because she didn't really reciprocate. And this, Yeah, this is the... Life is ending. <laughs> it's like, why did I just see that? Oh my god. What a, what a weird little... It's kind of interesting that they go and they do something like Because normally, when you think of, like, that floating feeling, it's positive. Yeah, so I think it is interesting. She steals your hat, though. That's fine. Forget it. Leave it behind. This is an interesting dynamic between the two of them. Yeah, she clearly knows his game, his, you know, Mm -hmm. his way. Sure catches pretty much every glance he gives her. Natural. Yeah, because at this point we really don't know who turned on him. That's true. And it is a possibility that it is her, so yeah. that's what this dives into. I don't think they uh, make things out of that material anymore, which he's wearing. No, it's illegal to kill rhinoceroses now. <laughs> it's illegal to kill aliens. <laughs> that would have been... Not for Trump. Oh, oh God, that what? was inappropriate. Not to kill aliens. Oh, oh, oh. Just... There, there was such a delay that I forgot what <laughs> yeah. I said. Yeah, no. Scratch that from scratch, the record. Yeah, we can't like... edit these, but scratch that from the record. Yeah, a couple of things <laughs> we would have edited out if we had that capability. Like what? You said the thing that when I mentioned that I have an episode of Third Time's a Charm, and now I'm bringing it up again, that was never aired. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You know, I said that originally as a joke. And I'm thinking like, oh, I'm not going to say it again. And then I was really curious. <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch right now. I'm going to sit on the floor. Sometimes I like sitting on the, fl- on the floor and putting my back against the couch. No one needed to know that. <sighs> but I just... You've ruined the experience, Ruth. We're on the couch with you guys. We're in that bathtub, like we said we were before. <laughs> yeah. Even they're getting their, you know, one-on-one screen yeah. time, their reasoning. I don't think she has a moment, really, with Jacob, though. Like, besides, I mean, I know, obviously, earlier there was, like, the three of them. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think so, she and our main you know, man... But this movie do. really does play like a play. It does, yeah. It's interesting, and the fact that it's... I wonder if anyone's ever done, like, an off-Broadway version of this. Oh, I don't know. Like, obviously, it was a book, 
but it almost feels like it would have been a a play. God, oh, she's even even sad. She's gorgeous. <laughs> Not. I mean, look, Barry Pepper, some of that might be true. Uh-huh. Why are you telling her tonight? Yeah, and then why is it your place? Yeah. Well, he definitely also looks down on women. I mean, that's pretty clear. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's, he's a misogynist, chauvinist, possibly. Just a, a scoundrel. Hmm. Is she? Saria Dawson? Three hours ago, Daily News an article saying actress Rosario Dawson saddened by the baseless lawsuit claiming she enabled transphobic harassment of family's handiwork. Yeah, that, that's been going around. I mean, I, I don't know enough about it to properly address that. No, I'm, yeah, podcast, I just, I, uh, no, I'm not, I wasn't, I didn't know what the full article said at first, or at least the headline, I shouldn't say the full article. I was more or less looking, I wanted to see, uh, her, um... She has one child. Personal life. Oh, she adopted a 12-year-old girl in 2014. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, she, wait. Oh, to, I totally forgot about this. Her and Harrington Park native Cory Booker in a relationship. Yeah, I didn't want to get political, but... No, I, okay. <laughs> we can, it's not getting political. We can just mention... True, true, true. Yeah, he's from my hometown, Cory Booker. Former former mayor of Newark, current U.S. senator, and Democratic uh, candidate for 2020 president. Now we see the underbelly of the club, and look how different the lighting is. Yeah. Like, literally. Not, I don't mean the movie lighting, I just mean the lights. Very Ukrainian. <laughs> I suppose. No. <laughs> Is the boss anybody that I... No. I don't think so. He's just like a menacing so. looking guy. Yeah. I'm sure he is, you know. How's the party? <laughs> what a story. Yeah. Wow. I mean, impressive to be in three different prisons in three different countries. Yeah. 
So it only got seven years? Yeah. So, because in the... I mean, what he was saying... What, but they always do that, the cops. Yeah, they were saying... Because they were saying 15 to life. Yeah. Uh, like, they're so... Like, you know... Threatening him right now. Yeah. So they just said Bay Ridge. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Don't get him involved. Uh. Why would he still be there if he said anything? I just guess to cover it up. I don't know. <laughs> and this is a clear choice right now, like showing like a shot like that puts him in like the power position. Yeah. Oh, doesn't he? No, wait. I'm just going to let it play out. I know. Yeah. I know what happens. I'm just, yeah. No, you're right. That's what I'm about to say. Beat him until his eyes bleed. Fourteen. <laughs> ah, the goose. the goose got a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> Does they only know it's him on a hunch? I mean, wait, and still. I guess they're assuming him voices his girlfriend. Alright, if you don't like him, you shoot him. Yeah. I guess he wants to know, too, you know. Uh, 
And it's more about her than, like, even the crime. Yeah. Why? Come on, Goose. Goose. That's a good point. If he's if he like hired him for him, then come on. Yeah. So I guess we don't. I thought they shot him. Yeah. And they leave. Okay, so we were... Since I said that, we were in the club for another, like, 15 more minutes. Yeah. I wish I could, um... Well, okay, according... I would say what we spoke for probably, like, 8 minutes. We're, like, an hour 40 in right now, so I think we got, like, a half hour left in... Uh, 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, 20 minutes. Oh, you have a Roku, right? This is Amazon. Just press down. Is that how that works? Yeah. Yeah. Closer to the hour. Yeah. But but again, credits and stuff. Doyle. So you have these, I mean, there's these Guinness coasters here, and you have these, like, coasters that match it. I do, yeah. They're over. Over there. They're over there. Hi, Doyle. Cory Booker's so lucky. <laughs> what, a, what an amazing moment in his life. He's running for president, or at least, you know, in the yeah. Democratic race. He's dating Rosario Dawson. Seems like a nice person. I mean, I don't know from this lawsuit, don't want to get into it, but. Eddie Norton. So this is what you'd be doing. You would have skipped all the other parts, Kyle. And I said dinner with my friends and then write to this. Okay, so write to that. Write to that pre uh, that tub scene. Oh. (laughs) So what does he do in the? Oh, oh, you know what key scene I'm forgetting? Well, we'll get to it, but like. The whole where like exchange of the like the beat me up scene. Oh yeah, that gets intense. Yeah, very uh, Fight Club esque. Yeah, and Norton likes to beat himself up. Ed Norton or Ed Burns? Who's the better actor? Ed Norton. (laughs) Not, Not that we're just saying Ed Burns, but. Ed Norton, a much more renowned actor, but I like Eddie Burns. Sure. Haven't seen him in something in a while, but he was making a lot of movies for a while. So they're back in Schultz Park here. Oh, 
oh, it's such a good film. It's such a slow-burning film. But yeah. I love it. You see the uh, Triborough Bridge, well, the RFK Bridge now. and Yeah. At the time, I think it was still Triborough Bridge. And the Hell's Gate Bridge in the back. Yeah, just the first time, if it wasn't brought up, or maybe since I just totally thought this was somewhere else. Oh, really? Yeah, I just didn't realize, like, you know, I, I, I've never been up there. Oh, okay. And, but I know I mean, exactly. you have. You just haven't been up there walking, because you've certainly driven on the FDR under it. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, I've been under it, yeah. Oh, you mean up? Yeah, I thought you meant up to you. Yeah, I've never driven that. along the road that's, like, probably then, I mean, what's, I don't know. I think that's all the way at York. Like, yeah. I think that's the last road, York. Up there, it doesn't yeah. extend the entire length of Manhattan. I think I don't want to. Let me, let me quick look at a list of uh, Spike Lee movies. I can't and say then, that I've like seen when you go into Schultz Park. Yeah. You, the, this is like the way to get through there. Okay. So if you go there, it's very distinctive. Very cool. Very cool park. So they haven't slept. You think? Well, he, it looks like he might have taken a nap. I don't know. Maybe, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to sleep. Oh, he knows what he's doing. The leash is yours. He's like, why'd you tie it to the... Yeah. Because of this. Let me look. What are you looking at? I'm trying to think. I feel like this is... I mean, for Spike Lee, this is the most white male predominant film I think he's ever done, right? I mean, well, he did did Summer of Sam, I think. Yeah, true, but... Wow. I need to make me ugly. Why again? So he doesn't get fucked the first night? No, not to be crude about it. So he's not the pretty, you know, so he's not pretty on first entry? No, that's no pun intended. (laughs) I wasn't thinking of it like that. Would have been better if Jared Leto played the Barry Pepper part. <laughs> yeah. Or Brad Pitt. Get some. For himself. Yeah. For himself. <laughs> he knows Frank is good for it. You know you want to do it, Frank. Frank's a little bit more of a hothead. Yeah, no, no. It's, yeah, J- Jacob is, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Hoffman. Oh! Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, that would do it, you know, because he's always protected him. Yeah. 
Ugh. Ugh. It looks so visceral. Boom. Mm. I love no one else is in the park. Yeah. The dog would be barking, too, because he's seen violence against it. It's Sunday morning, right? Yeah. Because they're like, fuck Sunday, so... Little Sunday in the park. Alright, you got it. You did You did what you had to do. Nah, I mean, he's... That's like an emotional acting scene. And also, it's good that Jacob didn't do it, because then, like, I wonder if the dog, like, would, like, you know, then harbor yeah. those feelings. True. Uh Sorry for being quiet, but this is such like an emotional scene. Yeah. It, just, yeah. Frank. Just sobbing. Like, I mean, he was just getting, I mean, everything out, you know, right then as well. Yeah. But then, all of them. Yeah. All, well, like, all, yeah. So emotional, as, as it would be, you know. Well, let's, let's try it. <laughs> well, you, you go to prison, or do something that warrants that. Oh, so you'll be the one beating me up? No, maybe I'm Hoffman, I don't know. Oh, you're Hoffman, okay. Yeah, this, so Mike is Barry Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is Barry Pepper. Your dog, no, Hank, no, your dog, not, your dog, your dog Hank is. Yeah. <laughs> For perspective, he's a, he's a Morky, so. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's more of an Elwood role. <laughs> So is that the last he sees them? Wow. Yeah. I think. I think so, too. I mean, we see PSH again. Yes. But I, I think, don't think they're together. No, I think just him and... Uh, God, why am I totally blanking on the dog's name again? Starts with Doyle. D. Doyle. Oh, that doesn't start with Good D. Irish name. Doyle, yeah. Brian Doyle Murray. Famous uh, Boston restaurant, Doyle's is closing. I'm going to start crying. Oh my god, I forgot how emotional this is. And since we last watched this, I have a special person in my life, so I just like... And will you say who it is? Rosario Dawson? Yes, it's so true. That's why I like, am Cory Booker. Yeah. <laughs> All along. It really hits you home because I, it's actually... Yeah. Look how many locks they have. That's a sign you're like a freaking drug dealer. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know.
I feel like the dad, even though he doesn't get it, he gets it. You know, the the Irish are good that way. <laughs> A lot of talking about ethnicities today. It's not an ethnicity. <laughs> I can. It's not. I can say it. It's like, you know, it's like how, like, Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner, I mean, well, that's more of, like, a Boston thing, but, like, Boston, for the most part, is pretty freaking Irish, just like in the the town, where he's like, I can't tell you where we're going, <laughs> or, like, that whole scenario. The Irish just get it. The last gatekeeper, his dad. Yeah. Everything's... This is the last time he's gonna... Ugh. Hmm. What is she? Ice. Oh, ice. I wonder if they shot this movie in order. I doubt it. That's just such a rare thing. But it's so rehearsed it's such a day, you know? Probably not because there's so many outdoor shots. The outdoor shots and just, like, when you have, like... I don't think this is on a stage. I feel like they probably found a real apartment. So just, like, when you have a location, you just want to shoot, like, you know, all the apartment stuff around one another. Fair, but I could see Spike Lee being a guy who would want to shoot in order of all their directors. Yeah. Well, and also, and the only, the last thing I'll say about it is just, as you mentioned, like, how short of shoot it was, so. Yeah. That'd be, nonetheless, if he did, if he did do it, that would be very impressive on, on top of it all. So what else do we have here? Just like, it's just it's the drive, but it's the fantasy. I guess it takes a while for a while then. Brian Cox is fantastic. He's a great actor. It was a great cast. Yeah. Like, I would even think, like, they, you know, this was shot when, like, right after, right before the last scene that was here, you know? Just because the, yeah, the no, jib on the like, sidewalk and stuff like that. Yeah. That's a beautiful shot, though. Started up way high, seeing the East River. Or is that the Harlem River at that point? Yeah, it's, it's still the Harlem River. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. No, that's when it first becomes the East River. Yeah, but below the RFK is East River, I think, right? Well, technically, that's like where it becomes both. Yeah. Cool dog. <laughs> <laughs> so Jacob went home and changed, right? Oh, this is, yes! And this is when he sees everybody. Yeah. Yes. 
I mean, that, again, it's all makes coming that scene back. Sense. It's coming back to me now. Yes, it makes. Oh, it makes that early scene. Yeah, it's not just like a random moment of like racism. <laughs> no, it's it, just, it, I mean, he, yes, he's being racist there, but then but he's no, like, it oh, makes shit. it. It actually makes it like poignant and like beautiful and like in a sad and just. Every, everything he's going to be missing the next seven years. So this was 2002? Yes. Three, four, five, six, seven, so we got out in 2009. Just in time to see the Yankees win. Well, we don't know what month it was. True. Looks like fall. Yeah, I'd assume... Didn't we say something about the... Because now it wouldn't make sense. Now they're on the West Side Highway. If they left, they would have gone up the... Depends where they're going, you know. I think we said this, though, like, on the first thing. Because I remember... No, but if they're on the Upper East Side, they would have gone. FDR to... Maybe there was an accident. Maybe. I'm just saying this because you're a guy that likes talking, like, you know, like... No, but I think right here we're going to get something more egregious, if I remember correctly. Okay, yeah. I guess so. They're approaching the George Washington Bridge here. Yes. Yeah, and, on the on the yes. The Henry Hudson at this point. Yes. Monty. So cool. So these these things you were right, Kyle. I looked at, so these were shot all in Texas. Here. Yeah, because Texas has varying landscapes. You know. You yeah, this is like Eastern Texas right now. These shots. I did that drive from New Orleans to Austin. Three days? Damn, that's quick. Well. Have you been to the American Desert? I know the you've been American to American Desert? I know you've been to an American Desert. I know you've been to Vegas. What do you mean the American Desert? I, 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 I should have said an American Desert. Oh, I mean, yeah, I suppose outside Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, and this plays out really long. I know, but it's beautiful. Yeah. And I love that his dad was willing to do that, you know. Irish? <laughs> he was... No, never mind. I'm totally, never mind. I'd love... That's, that's like a dream car of mine, believe it or not. 
Oh, the Wagoneer like that? Yeah. yeah I always love, I like that one, but I like the, uh, the more of the station wagon one, like the one in Twister. Yeah, that's cool too. Yeah, that's a classic. Absolutely. Was he so important to, like, Irish culture? Yes. Music in this movie is just, I know. I Don't forget it. to check who did it. Yes, okay, I'll do that right now as we're in. Oh, I was going to say the credits too, but. No, but no. See ya. <laughs> so I guess this was like a town in Texas. Yeah, I was saying. Well, it still continues from here. This goes on for no, a while. Yeah. I forgot the freaking mustache he grows. Well, it's more... Yeah. Well, it's like he trimmed the bottom of the goatee. Yeah. James. Uh, <laughs> wow, what a poignant... Yeah. Like this... I, I, I wonder if this part's... In the book. Definitely not. Right? Because it said they added, like, a okay. 9-11 stuff. James. Oh, Terrence Blanchard. 
Hmm. I don't know that person. Well, he also did the music for, I mean, many of, uh, or I, I don't know if I should say, a bunch of uh, Spike Lee movies, but Black Clansman, uh, okay. In- Inside okay. Man, Malcolm X. Oh, gotcha. Great, great composer. Yeah, no, it's not just like, oh, look who came. Yeah. Reunited and it feels so good. Or are they? The lovely Rojo. Lady in red. Lady in red. Think of Laura. What was that mix called? I forgot. <laughs> that nighttime. Ooh. Aw. Aw. Wait a minute. See, it ends up working out well. Yeah. Only a, uh... She got a bun in the oven, too. Wow, only... Eating Fritos. Yeah. Or it's not really free, it's like a... Zoddy. Something. <laughs> I love this. It looks awesome, though. And it's, like, very emotional, you know? You have a son. James, it's a good, strong name. <laughs> it's, like, <sighs> all, all wearing white in the family portrait. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it looks convincing, too, like, you know. Especially with that stash is. Yeah. Like, that's what he's going to look like when he's older. Like, it's a very good <laughs> If he chooses of... the, like, Okay, so what was the, what did we miss? What was the, maybe the... Oh, because I just don't... Because now they're north of the GWB. Yeah, which is fine, but maybe it was the whole, like, east side, west side thing. Yeah. I remember I wrote something down back, way back when, but I can't remember what it was. But it was all a dream. So, unfortunately, um, Terrace Blanchard, only um, only nominations is number one for music. He was nom- This was a Golden Globe nomination for Best Original Score, and then an Oscar nominee for... Um, Black Klansman for him for music. Oh, wow. wow. And that's the... And it's right there. So, like, that was all a fantasy, but they don't go over the bridge. They don't go west. They don't go west. That's the, yeah. You just gonna bring it That's up. a... I mean, it's a beautiful ending in the sense of, like, I think it's, you know, beautifully crafted. Yeah. Like, that's just such a... That's sad, such a but... sad but perfect ending to such a sad devastating... Oh, this movie's fantastic. Very good movie, very good movie. Like, I mean, and our main man killed it in this movie, but, like, props to 100% to Ed Norton. Great I mean, cast a great, overall. great, great cast overall. Great but direction. this is Great direction. This is a fan. Paul Hogan was the second assistant director. Oh. Robert Al Dundee himself. Yeah, he was in between uh, selling Subarus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, overall, this is a very good film. It's a good Spike Lee film, but also a good film all around. It was one of our favorites, I think, we watched in the run, and it didn't disappoint in the second run. Did not, at all. So Fantastic. Cotton, sorry. sorry. Uh, I mean, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. But it's okay. I was going to ask, do you know what we, well, the Hoff fan should vote for for the next month? Ooh. Next month's uh, for, for, for December? Oh, it's going so fast this year. Right? December. Hey! Are you, no, not yet. You're not married yet. 
are you asking me something? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, but this will this will complete our year. The December first one. Yes, we'll it will. It will. And January first. But December first. What do you got, Kyle? What should we vote on? As fellow Hoff fans. All right, we're gonna give you the choice of Mary and Max, and Hunger Games: Catching Fire. Yes, because, well, Mary Max, um, for, you know, there's many a holidays this season, uh, you know, like, obviously, Thanksgiving will be after this episode, but before the December one comes out, and of course we have Hanukkah, and, uh, and yes. Christmas, and, you know, many, many other holidays, but for, for, for Hanukkah, we'll go with Mary and Max, and for Christmas, well, or just all the holidays, Hunger Games, because there's, you know. You're hungry? Yeah. During the holidays? There's games. Now, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you before Thanksgiving, but if you don't tune into our mid-month episode, that's where we announce, on the 15th every month, we announce what will win, you know, the, uh, whatever we're gonna watch together, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you, we'll wish you happy Thanksgiving before then, of course, but if not, have a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you enjoyed the rewatch of 25th Hour. Um, I know we did. Again, great film. Great film. Fantastic film. Anything else you want to say, Kyle? Of course, foodie films. Yeah, the, fo- the normal foodie film stuff. But, you know, as we said, you're going to be voting for those two. So vote oh, yeah. on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, you know, and... Uh, MySpace. MySpace. Uh, Cra- Craigslist. <laughs> Uh, just gra- get a you know, graffiti it in our yeah. neighborhoods. Smoke signals. Smoke signals. That's a big one. Pigeons. Yeah. Give it, yeah, for the birds. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, foodie films, please check it out. Please support it. All that good stuff we said in the beginning. If you could do that for us on PS, I still love Hoffman. Please do it for Brian and I as well on, of course, Foodie Films and High School Summer Party by showing your support with rating us, uh, hopefully with, uh, some five stars and comments, comments, comments. We love hearing your feedback and, you know, just even again for, especially for this one, cause we love the big guy. Tell us what you think about his performance in this movie and obviously all the other movies we've, uh, covered if that's what you'd like to write. And if you've particularly enjoyed some insight we've given maybe on Goose. Maybe on Brian Cox, uh, Rosario Dawson being, you know, uh, just, you know, in, in a relationship with Senator Cory Booker. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. And Kyle, you know, you traditionally end this thing, so. Oh, God, guys, stay, stay uncool. And, um, obviously we'll talk to you beforehand, but happy Thanksgiving, all the, all that good stuff. So stay uncool. I believe in miracles. Sex a thing, sex a thing, you. I believe in miracles. Since you came along, you sex a thing. Give my heart.